Hi, and welcome to today's episode of Rocket Fuel, your daily update for everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. So today is October 11th, and we'll start with this update that we... No, actually, let's not start with this update that we got from Maverick. Let's start with this um, summary of yesterday's stuff. So the team was in Bogota, the Grants Management Committee hit Quorum, the IMC released its... uh, report of the previous month um we had some discussion about leb8s and collateral um phase two of mev boost being turned on is in testing now romana uh, tested the ab contract um val started an rocket pool effectiveness thread uh, we all got invited to marcy's party when rpl is two thousand dollars Sleety put out some beautiful art um, and the chess tournament started. There was a lot of burning happening and yeah, so that was all yesterday. So let's get started with today's stuff. We have um, this comment from Maverick that he posted overnight. He says, here everyone, the latest bi-weekly update is out on Reddit. And then also we had... Uh, this week's community call has been pushed towards the end of the week as Langas and Kane are busy for a couple of days in DevCon. Um, I said in the meantime, we've got three DevCon live stream events featuring Langas, Kane, Wanda. And of course, you can watch my interview with Wanda that I posted yesterday. So check that out. Um, dates and times are available in the event section that I showed you all yesterday. Um, and finally, the latest Rocket Pool chess tournament is now underway and some comments can be found on trading and the thread of the th- same name no beads allowed if there is any interest for chess or other tournaments eg poker in the future this can be arranged and then there's a picture of um, today's event that's taking place at five o'clock eastern um, i think that's right um, and it's uh, promoting small independent stickers so uh, make sure you're listening to that so let's get through to the actual bi-weekly update. So here in the bi-weekly update, we have uh, our ETH supply up by an annualized rate of 340%. Uh, mini pool count is up by an annualized rate of 222%. Effective RPL stake has grown to um, two annualized growth of 225%. And node operator count has gone up by an annual uh, growth of 117%, which are all great numbers to see. Latest version of the smart node stack was version 1.6.5 and it had high priority updates for some clients. There's a lot of R&D stuff going on about like the uh, smoothing pool is successful and um, information being updated on the websites and um, lots of smart nodes integrations are happening, which is good to see. In the governance, there was reports released by the PDAO and the IMC and there was information about our ETH referrals, RPIP 15 passed, which set up the Grants and Bounties Management Committee. Um, lots of good uh, forum posts, including a new uh, Rocket Pool website, um, a rescue node being offered, um, changes to RPL collateralization and withdrawals, a smoothing pool and in an MEV optional environment, and then there were some integrations happening, talks with lots of eigenlayer stuff that was like took up a lot of community like mind space, and discussions are ongoing with various protocols pending future integration, e.g., chaining and optimism, and more details shortly uh, expected during or shortly after DevCon. So I think that 
expected during uh, might be a little bit of an alpha leak there but i might be leading into that a little bit too much uh, reading into that a bit too much but um that's definitely something to keep your eyes open for to see if any announcements come out of the stuff that's happening in bogota so media marketing um blocks were on the special as a special guest on the community call um dave and langers were on bankless dow's ama um and kin and langers are on site in bogota and then there's a bunch of other stuff here that was really good that you should have a look at and obviously the 50th episode of rocket fuel got a shout out as well so thank you for that but go ahead and read all of those uh, there's some good stuff in there and follow the links as well next we had this uh, comment from a few days ago from joe but it was supposed to be in yesterday's rocket fuel but i forgot to include it so it was for besu users and there's a high priority update um, it's not in the smart node stack so you'll have to go and mess around in uh, the um, terminal user interface to like change some code around but um, it shouldn't take you more than a couple of minutes to get that done so have a look at that um, okay so the main thing that happened yesterday was the rpl ratio went down a lot and you know we'd kind of been hovering around the 0.185 point for a few weeks and you know we'd shown a lot of stability but i guess stability for some people is boring for other people so here we have lord bogdanov um bog um who said volatility has been terrible i might have to switch my lp that's liquidity providing um to the balancer rpl our eth pool so lord bog bought a whole lot of rpl um, a few weeks ago around the merge hype and uh, put it all into a usd rpl a pool on uniswap so that pool didn't get much volume so lord bog wasn't getting many fees right and there hasn't been much volatility happening except like a few buys and sells here and there but most of that's been going through the reth pool or the yeah the reth pool or the uh, weth pool so lord bog's been kind of like annoyed by that i guess so he wanted to remove his pool so he told us right he said um we're gonna i'm gonna um yeah he says they're gonna move it and then he goes on to say um that what does he say let me see he actually gives us yeah just just fyi i'm moving my liquidity to rpl ETH. but nobody was really paying attention to what's what was going on and Mav, maverick was like no the apr please uh, my family and lord bogdanov was like yeah you're gonna get smacked sorry cousin so nobody really knew what the smack thing was going to be i think we didn't realize that lord bog was gonna like really smack us down so what ended up happening is there was this sale that went through for 676 eth and it was from in eth which was lord bog and then there was another one that went through i was like no you were the chosen one and then that was uh, <laughs> there's me joking saying there's your volatility bog and lord bog was saying that's me getting our eth and he said i can't be my own volatility so people are just like wait what's going on and then he sold more like another 150 and he said it's nothing personal kid just business so he was like and then a lot of people it like it kind of became a joke where people were just like wait who sold what's going on and everybody was like kind of like confused a little bit but also like saying bro a six six hundred and seventy eth sale and 
then Patches says, we may never know who Lord Bog is. And then people were like, kind of still people confused. Um, uh, Rocket Staker was saying the wall guy. And then Lord Bog was saying, oh my god, you guys are so dumb. I literally just told you exactly what I was going to do and the whole channel is acting surprised and shit. And then <laughs> Blue says, oh, I sure, uh, sure wish we got a warning. <laughs> Maybe even in this chat. And then Viz was like, man, do you know who sold? And Genox was saying, we'll never know who that was. And Deddy says, I wish someone had told us. So there was quite a lot of fun that was happening. And um, <laughs> Noshua says, sorry, we're all kind of distracted by that big sell. Any idea who it is? So basically, he sells 670 ETH. And then he goes along and sells uh, 150 more ETH. And then he went along and sold seven, uh, sorry, 400 more ETH. So in total, he sold around 1,200 ETH worth of RPL. And um, then he said, I'm going to, here comes a real soul crusher when I take your yield and aura. So let's see what happened next. So he basically moved the, his, let me see over here. Yeah, so he moved his um, RPL USDC position and made it into an RPL RETH position on Balancer that is emitting some rewards at the moment. However, I was telling him like that pool only has rewards for a few weeks. Like it's not, well, I don't know if it's not worth it or not for him, but like, you know, it's not going to make much of a difference to get a couple of percent for a couple of weeks because it's there's such a small amount of rewards to begin with. But um, that actually brought up a really interesting discussion that he, that he, Lord Bog kind of like, um, also I said to him, right? I said to him, um, I said to him, why, why are you moving? And he says, oh, I want to get my, I want to just get my rewards. And um, he said, and then he goes back and looking at all races, trying to figure out yield. Looks like our ETH RPL got 38,000 votes and our ETH W ETH got 1.25 million votes. And I was like, I said, do you mind me asking you a question? Why didn't you figure this all out before you moved to your positions? And I said, that's what I was telling you about there being such little, such small amount of yield on that pool that he wanted to move to. And he said, because I'm an effing ape TF you're talking about. So that's fair enough, ape on. And he said, then this is really interesting about what he says here, right? He says, we need big yield on RPLR ETH. So the way he describes it, he says, you can't pay out RPL bribes without incentivizing a pool to else down only. So what happens is for, for the... Um, ICM, what we're doing is um, we are promoting liquidity on our ETH, right? So that's the main thing that we're doing. However, what Lord Bog is um, kind of saying is that our ETH and RPL are totally intertwined protocol uh, to tokens, and you can't provide yield and liquidity for, for one of them without also providing liquidity for the other one. Otherwise, it's going to be imbalanced and the situation is going to get quite bad. So that's really interesting. And then he um, basically decided, said that he would start um, incentivizing the RPLR ETH pool by buying a lot of Oro tokens and like putting those to work on that particular pool. So, yeah, I said to him, um, he said the yield fees will be less, will be like $10. And I said, this is what I've been saying. Like, basically, he jumped out of the pool without knowing what he was jumping into. And now he's like having to do all this like mental gymnastics and buying and selling and trying to set up his positions in a way that's not very smart, I don't think. But hey, more power to him. 
someone asked a really interesting question is like why don't you just join uh, why don't you just become a node operator and get um and get your rewards that way and he went on to say that he is very hands-off he's very lazy and he like he wants to spend time with his kid which is perfectly understandable and he doesn't want to think about he just wants to set it and forget it and patches was telling him like you know for what it's worth i spent 20 minutes a month maintaining my node uh, and several hours a day maintaining everyone else's nodes and patches experience here is quite right you know like every two weeks when the new smart node stack comes out i update my software i get it done within one epoch so i don't miss any attestations and it's 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 really easy like you copy and paste the codes it's done like you don't have to uh babysit your machine all that much other than that like you know around the merge stuff there was a lot more happening but right now it's really easy to keep everything running quite smoothly um that would have been the better way i think to get yield but hey i guess lord bog has his own ideas of what he wants to do so that's absolutely fine um yeah, so Marceau asked a question. He said, how does shifting from RPL USDC to RPL RETH require a cell? So Vaka explains that Bog's RPL USD position was 5 to 1 RPL USDC. So if you enter with an unbalanced pool like that, you'll eat slippage. So what ended up happening, I guess, was he sold a bunch of that um, RPL to um, bring a pool into parity and then deposit the deposit the both of the tokens into balancer so that's kind of what happened there um also later on at night he popped in and he said i have a treat for rpl people's our eth people soon we'll keep it a surprise it's going to be very good so i i'm happy that bog's still within the ecosystem i'm happy that bog's still providing liquidity so that's all really good um however um yeah, I, I guess our ETH people will have something good soon. Someone asked the question, like, will you be uh, providing, like, Maverick said, what could he mean by this? And people were saying, you know, is he going to be uh, providing liquidity? And he said, could be, but that's not what I'm referencing. I said, could he be providing incentives of his own? And he says, that's not what I'm uh, referencing. This will be a monster yield driver for our ETH. So, you know, hopefully he's got something good up his sleeves but i guess we'll find out in the next few days or weeks when he lets us know what's going on another good thing that happened overnight obviously you all know that the deposit pool has been full for a few days but um actually just a little while ago we started getting some deposits coming through from this uh person zero x fbed so i think they started about 15 or 20 mini pools which is really wonderful to see and you know we need a lot more of those so i hope they keep them coming um yeah, I hope that, and then this person over here, uh, 0xAE, has already filled up the mini pool, I think. Uh, sorry, it already filled up the deposit pool with that space that was made. So, <laughs> there you go. Um, we need more node operators. If you want to become a node operator, somebody in support will help you. It's really easy. I could do it even though I was a complete um, command line interface noob. Um, it's very possible to do that. So, definitely consider it. We had this comment from Ken. I told you all yesterday that like um, Ken and Wander from the community and um, Kane and Langers from the team are in Bogota and they're representing Rocket Pool and also Kane and Wander are representing Noah. Um, so Ken shared this post last night. He said, hey, I just wanted to 
just an update here from uh, DevCon Bogota. I think a lot of the attendees are here already or just arriving this evening. There's speakers reception tonight where I'm hoping to meet some of the other presenters. And then it finally all begins tomorrow morning. I'll post some occasional photos and updates, but I encourage folks that are interested to view the online talks as it looks like most of them are going to be live streamed. And then, and then he shared this photo of like a bunch of people kind of milling around and talking. And then I said to Ken, updates would be amazing. Ken, thank you so much. And of course, you know, the talks are available on the uh, DevCon website and you can watch as many or all of them as you want. Um, we got this uh, comment, uh, this photo from Grey Wizard. It's a photo of um, the ETH Staker booth, I think. And we've got Ken over here and in the middle on the left. And then there's uh, Lamboshi, uh, aka Nolan, and like other people. So it's nice that people from different um, ETH communities are kind of meeting up with each other and people like, you know, these communities are so intertwined. And then Kane shared this photo from the main stage at the conference where I think Vitalik was either speaking or about to speak. So um, that's really good to see. I really hope that, you know, we keep getting more and more of these updates because um, we kind of want to live vicariously through the people who are already at Bogota. So keep it up, everyone. Thank you for that. Um, so I'm not, I don't mean to pick on Meek specifically with this comment and this like uh, next, um, these next ideas, but um, Meek kind of brought it up. He said, it's been seven years of crypto for me and I feel, feel tired AF. Um, like this is seriously difficult uh, H2 mentality. Um, the macro FUD plus regulatory FUD plus crypto bear FUD is effing my shit up. So um Sorry, Meek, I don't mean to pick on you, but it's just um, started a discussion that was pretty interesting. So a lot of people have noticed that trading has been really quiet these last few days and weeks. Like I remember a few weeks ago when I was talking about just going on to um, doing, <clears throat> taking the weekends off. Um, you know, there was so much content over the weekends that I wouldn't, I was missing stuff. But when I recorded uh, yesterday's episode, I actually went back to Friday and read through all of trading all over the weekend. So I read 72 hours of trading in and the amount of time it normally takes me to read one day. So that just shows you that, you know, the content has gone down significantly in that time. Um, and, you know, people are less engaged with um, the Discord uh, at the moment. But that's obviously not to say that things aren't still happening. Like, you know, I'm making episodes every day. There's still a lot of content to go out. But um, um, Silence Hootgood had uh, some interesting comments. He said, this feels better than previous bears. I mean, by this time in 2018, 99% of the people project has just disappeared and no one even talked about it. And Meek said, previous bears did not have looming macro collapse on top though. And um, Silence Hootgood says again, uh, there was no news though, literally nothing to look forward to in 2018. We drew down from 1400 to what, $80? And Meek says, that's fair, but somehow it felt easier. And Denim says, 2018 is where I amassed the most wealth, hoping 2023 provides the same opportunities. And then um, there's the couple of comments here from Hookgood. He says, uh, right now, people are still fairly engaged. I mean, of course, a lot of tourists left, but we still, we're still using apps, rollups, trading NFTs, posting data about are we Filecoin. We're pushing the envelope on ZKVMs. Optimistic rollups are pretty decent right now. DeFi didn't break. Core protocols still ticking along. And he goes on to say, macro is garbage and World War Three is near, but I'm quite bullish. I think actually pretty sweet that uh, BTC and ETH were able to hang out at 19,000 
and 13,000 in spite of literally some of the worst financial news and even X SPX going below June lows. So crypto's held up really well. Uh, Bitcoin, of course, is right next to its um, June lows, but ETH is a good, I think, 35, 40% higher than that. So that's really good. And um, Jasper made a comment which is the reason why i mentioned this is like this is bear market posting and i think i agree with that you know um but this is the time that traditionally in crypto like people have um amassed uh, their uh, portfolios in such a way like assemble their portfolios in such a way that it's provided the most returns by the time the next bull market comes along of course there's never a guarantee that there will be another bull market but um yeah, um, I'm already starting thinking of buying more. Maybe um, if prices hit certain targets, I'll be buying more. But um, otherwise, I won't be. But um, Hookgood goes on to say, I don't know, guys, I see sovereign currencies failing and I'm thinking that crypto was built to fix this shit. I don't, I know it won't happen overnight. It'll take many years, but that's the end game. So um, there's a lot of bearishness going around and... Basically, what's happening in trading then is people who are there are starting to talk about other things, which is, of course, always the case in trading that people talk about everything except trading. However, the last couple of days, there have been like a lot of discussions about things that are kind of doomy. Like um, yesterday, there was stuff about vaccine mandates and stuff like that. Today, there was a long discussion about the threat of nuclear war and what it might look like. And, you know, it's just it's it's kind of. Yeah, it's a shame that, like, that's the situation we're in, but I guess there's not much that we can do right now. Um, we just hope that, like, as prices go up, then people start coming back and new narratives start getting made. And um, I guess we just got to get through these next this next period that people are quite scared about, you know? So in the meantime, if you're scared of that, what you could do is you could follow along with a chess tournament that's taking place. Um, I'm playing 10 games right now. There's this thread under trading that is for, it's right here under trading. So there's trading and then there's the chess tournament underneath it. Um, and it's just where people can talk about the games that they're playing and the situation that they're in. And um, it's actually going really well so far. I think we've already had a couple of games that are finished, but there's about 50 games taking place at the moment, I think, or 60 games taking place at the moment, which is really great. Um, and I'll give you updates on what's happening in the chess tournament. But I'm going to wrap up there because the episode's already gone quite long. But I guess the Lord Bog stuff took up a lot of time, which I knew that it would. But um, have a great rest of your day. Don't let the price action worry you too much. Just, um, yeah, just pop by trading and we can all help each other get through these, like, tough times. So um, have a great rest of your day, everyone. And um, I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye.